Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible each year, following the weekly Torah portions, with also the rest of Scripture daily as well. I am Harriet and I will be your reader today, this Monday the 24th of April or the 3rd of ER on the Hebrew calendar. It is day 18 of the counting of the Omer and today or this week we are in a double parsha and they are called Acharei Mot, after the death, and Kedushim, holy. The scripture reading from the Torah today is Leviticus or Vayikra, chapter 16 verse 25 through chapter 17 and verse 7. Before we start reading the scriptures, please join me in blessing and thanking God. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. And the fat of the sin offering he shall burn on the altar. And he who lets the goat go as the scapegoat shall wash his clothes and bathe his flesh in water, and afterward he shall come into the camp. The bull for the sin offering and the goat for the sin offering, whose blood was brought in to make atonement in the holy place, shall be carried outside the camp and they shall burn their skins, their flesh, and their dung with fire. He who burns them shall wash his clothes and bathe his flesh in water, and afterward he shall come into the camp. It shall be a statute to you forever. In the seventh month, on the tenth day of the month, you shall afflict your souls and shall do no kind of work whether native-born or stranger who lives as a foreigner among you. For on this day shall atonement be made for you, to cleanse you. You shall be clean from all your sins before the Lord. It's a Shabbat of solemn rest to you, and you shall afflict your souls. It is a statute forever. The Kohen who is anointed and who is consecrated to be Kohen in his father's place shall make the atonement, and shall put on the linen garments, even the holy garments. Then he shall make atonement for the holy sanctuary, and he shall make atonement for the tent of meeting and for the altar. And he shall make atonement for the Kohanim and for all the people of the assembly. This shall be an everlasting statute for you, to make atonement for the sons of Israel once in the year, because of all their sins. It was done as the Lord commanded Moshe. And the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to Aharon and to his sons, and to all the sons of Israel, and say to them, This is the thing which the Lord has commanded. Whatever man there is of the house of Israel who kills a bull or lamb or goat in the camp, or who kills it outside the camp, and has not brought 
it to the door of the tent of meeting to offer it as an offering to the Lord before the tabernacle of the Lord. Blood guilt shall be imputed to that man. He has shed blood. That man shall be cut off from among his people. This is to the end that the sons of Israel may bring their sacrifices, which they sacrifice in the open field, that they may bring them to the Lord, to the door of the tent of meeting, to the Kohen, and sacrifice them for sacrifices of peace offerings to the Lord. And the Kohen shall sprinkle the blood on the altar of the Lord at the door of the tent of meeting, and burn the fat for a pleasant aroma to the Lord. They shall no more sacrifice their sacrifices to the goat idols, after which they play the prostitutes. This shall be a statute forever to them throughout their generations. That was Leviticus or Vayikra 16.25 through 17.7. Now for the portion from the prophets, we are reading from the prophet Isaiah or Yeshayahu, and today we'll read chapter 51. Listen to me, you who follow after righteousness, you who seek me. Look to the rock where you were cut from, and to the quarry you were dug from. Look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah, who bore you. For when he was but one, I called him. I blessed him and made him many. For the Lord has comforted Zion. He has comforted all her waste places and has made her wilderness like Eden and her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found in them, thanksgiving and a voice of melody. Listen to me, my people, and hear me, O nation. For Torah will go out from me, and I will establish my justice for a light to the peoples. My righteousness is near, my salvation has gone out, and my arms will judge the peoples. The islands will wait for me, and they will trust my arm. Lift up your eyes to the heavens, and look at the earth beneath. For the heavens will vanish away like smoke, and the earth will wear out like a garment. Its inhabitants will die in the same way, but my salvation will be forever. And my righteousness will not be abolished. Listen to me, you who know righteousness, the people in whose heart is my Torah. Do not fear the reproach of men and do not be dismayed at their insults. For the moth will eat them up like a garment, and the worm will eat them like wool. But my righteousness will be forever, and my salvation to all generations. Awake, awake, put on strength, O arm of the Lord. Awake, as in the days of old, the generations of ancient times. Is it not you who cut Rahav in pieces, who pierced the monster? Is it not you who dried up the sea, the waters of the great deep, who made the depths of the sea away for the redeemed to pass over? 
those ransomed by the Lord will return and come with singing to Zion. Everlasting joy shall be on their heads. They will obtain gladness and joy. Sorrow and sighing will flee away. I, even I, am he who comforts you. Who are you that you are afraid of man who shall die, and of the Son of Man who will be made as grass? Have you forgotten the Lord your Maker, who stretched out the heavens and laid the foundations of the earth? Do you live in fear continually all day because of the fury of the oppressor when he prepares to destroy? Where is the fury of the oppressor? The captive exile will speedily be released. He will not die and go down into the pit. His bread will not fail. For I am the Lord your God, who stirs up the sea, so that its waters roar. The Lord Svaot is his name. I have put my words in your mouth, and have covered you in the shadow of my hand, that I might plant the heavens, and lay the foundations of the earth, and tell Zion, you are my people. Awake, awake, stand up, Yerushalayim, you who have drunk, from the hand of the Lord, the cup of his wrath. You have drunk in the bowl of the cup of staggering and drained it. There is no one to guide her among all the sons to whom she has given birth, and there is no one who takes her by the hand among all the sons who she has brought up. These two things have happened to you. Who will grieve with you? Desolation and destruction and famine and the sword. How can I comfort you? Your sons have fainted. They lie at the head of the streets, like an antelope in a net. They are full of the wrath of the Lord, the rebuke of your God. Therefore, now hear this, you afflicted, and drunken, but not with wine. This is what the Lord says. The Lord your God, who pleads the cause of his people, says, Behold, I have taken out of your hand the cup of staggering, even the bowl of the cup of my wrath. You will not drink it again. I will put it into the hand of those who afflict you, who have said to your soul, Bow down, that we may walk over you. And you have laid your body like the ground and like a street for those who walk over. That was Isaiah chapter 51. Now our portion from the writings will be Job or Job chapter 9. Then Job answered and said, Truly I know that it is so, but how can man be just with God? If he is pleased to contend with him, he cannot answer him one time in a thousand. God who is wise in heart and mighty in strength, who has hardened himself against him and prospered. He removes the mountains and they do not know it when he overturns them in his anger. He shakes the earth out of its place and its pillars tremble. He commands the sun and it does not rise and seals up the stars. He alone stretches out the heavens and treads on the waves of the sea. He makes the bear, Orion, and the Pleiades, 
and the rooms of the south. He does great things past finding out. Yes, marvelous things without number. Behold, he goes by me, and I do not see him. He passes on also, but I do not perceive him. Behold, he snatches away, who can hinder him? Who will ask him, what are you doing? God will not withdraw his anger. The helpers of Rahav stoop under him. How much less will I answer him, and choose my words to argue with him? Though I were righteous, yet I would not answer him. I would make supplication to my judge. If I had called and he had answered me, yet I would not believe that he listened to my voice. For he breaks me with a storm and multiplies my wounds without cause. He will not allow me to catch my breath, but fills me with bitterness. If it is a matter of strength, behold, he is mighty. If of justice, who, says he, will summon me? Though I am righteous, my own mouth will condemn me. Though I am blameless, it will prove me perverse. I am blameless. I do not respect myself. I despise my life. It is all the same. Therefore I say, he destroys the blameless and the wicked. If the scourge kills suddenly, he will mock at the trial of the innocent. The earth is given into the hand of the wicked. He covers the faces of its judges. If not he, then who is it? Now my days are swifter than a runner. They flee away. They see no good. They have passed away as the swift ships, as the eagle that swoops on the prey. If I say, I will forget my complaint, I will put off my sad face and cheer up. I am afraid of all my sorrows. I know that you will not hold me innocent. I will be condemned. Why then do I labor in vain? If I wash myself with snow and cleanse my hands with soap, yet you will plunge me in the ditch and my own clothes will abhor me. For he is not a man as I am, that I should answer him, that we should come together in judgment. There is no umpire between us, that might lay his hand on us both. Let him take his rod away from me, and let his terror not make me afraid. Then I would speak and not fear him, for I am not so in myself. That was Job chapter 9. Now our final portion of scripture from the apostles is today Second Peter or Kepha. Chapter 1 I, Shimon Kepha, a servant and emissary of Yeshua the Mashiach, to those who have obtained a like precious faith with us in the righteousness of our God and Savior, Yeshua the Mashiach. Grace to you and shalom be multiplied in the knowledge of God and of Yeshua our Lord seeing that his divine power has granted to us all, all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and virtue, by which he has granted to us his precious and exceedingly great promises, 
that through these you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world by lust. Yes, and for this very cause, adding on your part all diligence, in your faith supply moral excellence, and in moral excellence knowledge, and in knowledge self-control, and in self-control perseverance, and in perseverance godliness, and in godliness brotherly affection, and in brotherly affection love. For if these things are yours and abound, they make you to not be idle or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Yeshua the Mashiach. For he who lacks these things is blind, seeing only what is near, having forgotten the cleansing from his old sins. Therefore, brothers, be more diligent to make your calling and election sure, for if you do these things, you will never stumble. For thus you will be richly supplied with the entrance into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Yeshua the Mashiach. Therefore, I will not be negligent to remind you of these things, though you know them and are established in the present truth. But I consider it right, as long as I am in this tent, to stir you up by reminding you, knowing that the putting off of my tent comes swiftly, just as our Lord Yeshua the Mashiach made clear to me. Yes, I will make every effort that you may always be able to remember these things, even after my departure. For we do not follow cunningly devised fables when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Yeshua the Mashiach, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father honor and glory when the voice came to him from the majestic glory, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And we heard this voice come out of heaven when we were with him on the holy mountain. And we have the more sure word of prophecy, and you do well that you heed it, as to a lamp shining in a dark place, until the day dawns and the morning star arises in your hearts, knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of private interpretation. For no prophecy ever came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke, being moved by the Ruach HaKodesh. That was Second Peter 1, and that concludes our reading of Scriptures for today. However, if you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you would also read Matthew chapter 11 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I wish you shalom and blessings from Israel until next time.